Welcome to Journey to the Million. We have on Zach Roush, only nine minutes late today, Jared right on time, and Drew Skyberg right on time. So how you guys doing? Doing good. Fantastic. Zach? Yeah. Like I said, Zach is usually a stickler for time, but today the tables have turned. Nine minutes late. Almost ten. But we have a, we Let's have today, a movie, you know? We have <laughs> a movie. Oh, come yeah. on. A movie. The other guys, it's a pretty good movie. Not oh, that's a lie. good movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. See, this is warranted. Well, you know what's better? The Rams. How they did this year in the NFL. We're going to talk about their offseason right now. We're going to talk about team needs. We'll talk about the cap space. That seems to be a problem with every team, including our Green Bay Packers. And then we'll talk free agents. So with that, we'll get right into it. Talking offseason. Right, right now, $19 million is around in the cap space is what we got going on for the issue. And I guess I'll go to Zach first. What, what do you think right now are goals for the Rams and free agent wise? What, what, what do you think? Well, uh, I think their primary goal is to win the Super Bowl again, but I've seen cap space kind of a myth. Well, not really a myth, but like it's easy to get around. Obviously you saw Saints last year with like however much they were over it. They managed to do it. So, I think their first goal is to get under the cap. And then, uh, I don't know, probably re-sign some of the guys and get their roster set for next year. I mean, yeah, Zach, normally a team's goal is to win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, they're probably going to go for that again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like you said, they just need to sign a few free agents, um, key free agents that we'll talk about later. And, yeah, that's all they really need to do. Yeah, looking at the Rams, nine of the Rams are among pro football focuses top 200 penny free agents. That's actually a pretty big group if you look at it. And the beauty, you know, of football, it's kind of not, I mean, it's not really a beauty, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers said it best. You, know, you have this group of guys you play with the whole year, and it's never going to be that same group year in and year out. It's going to be a different team. This team just won the Super Bowl. And now, no matter what, there's going to be some changes. Even if all, you know, starts, there's, there's going to be some change somewhere. And we, and just looking through it, there's people that got to resign. And that, that's kind of the important thing here. If you look, Von Miller is a guy who sticks out as a guy you got to sign. And do you guys think Von Miller will return to the Los Angeles Rams? I mean, he has no reason not to, I think. I mean, obviously, they just got it done last year. And he just left uh, the Broncos to come here, to come to the Rams. And it worked out for him. So I don't see him leaving. Zach? I think he goes back to Denver. Interesting. Why is that? Um, well, you see, he played the first like ten years of his career there, and uh, he came out and said that if he if it was like up to him, he would never leave Denver. So I think he really likes it, and I'm assuming Denver is going to be willing to resign him. So see, may see a reunion, and even not playing for necessarily a contender, even at his age, you think he would go back to Denver. I, I don't know. I, I see a guy being 33 then during the 2022 season at, at that age. I don't see him wanting to play, you know, for, I'm not saying the Broncos are rebuilding, but they're not there yet. Right. And even I mean, if they get they're what, a quarterback away, maybe, you know, quarterback in a few pieces, a but the, few uh, pieces. Yeah. Depends on who they get. Top quarterbacks, so. I, I think, yeah, that's fair. It depends on who they get in the, if they get a quarterback in the off season, maybe, but I think he's going to wait, and I think the Rams will be – he will reunite with the Rams again this year. He'll return. So, if the Broncos get, like, Russell Wilson, you think they're contenders? 
I think they're they a playoff need team. One more receiver, maybe, but they're they need a few I mean, more weapons. Got, but they got Judy, they got something, they got Tim Patrick. Yeah. It's a solid yeah, no team. Offense. It's a, it's a playoff team. I don't know if it's enough to Not get over the hump. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, obviously they're in a tough division, so yeah, that, that's what hurts them. Another guy here, Darius Williams. What do you guys think about him? Probably, you know, looking at the cap space, probably not returning, right? You know, four, 4.7 million he made last year. What do you guys think the likelihood of seeing Darius Williams in a Rams uniform next year? I don't, I don't think he's coming back. I mean, they're going to look for key, key weapons. And I mean, 4.7 is a lot. And if they're already 19 million under, that's, that's I don't see him coming back. Yeah, I'll read his calculated market value right now. So I read that salary he was last year is what was it? It was four point seven million. His average annual salary based on the calcula- calculated market value, fourteen point six million average salary, four year fifty-eight million. So uh probably not gonna see him back. He'll probably go get paid somewhere else. And that'll probably, you know, step into a needs having needing an, another corner, which we'll talk about later in, with the needs category. But Looking at that, that's got to be a, a thing there. And then Sony Michelle looking acres and just with they, they have running backs. Anderson. Yeah. It's looking like he probably won't be back. Zach, thoughts on Sony Michelle where he might sign? Um, I don't know. I think, I don't know if he'll be a starting back. He might be uh, part of like kind of like a one two punch like he was this year with Henderson and then uh, acres. Uh, later in the year once Acres came back, but where that might be, I don't know. But I think he's either going to be a top tier backup or a one two punch. Yeah, that, that seems like a fair outlook for Michelle. Uh, looking, let's talk more. Let's talk a lineman here. Austin Corbett for the Rams, a guard here. He made 1.8 million during 2021. He's a free agent. Probably gonna be a guy you want you want back for sure. Considering he played over over a thousand offensive snaps last year while allowing only three sacks and committed only two penalties, so a solid offensive lineman. Uh, what do you guys think about this offensive line first? With like Whitworth probably retiring, you think that's gonna be a problem coming down the road? I mean, he's cheap, so like if you can get him back for cheap, like you did in 2021, and just run it back, I could easily see him resigning here, especially with Whitworth uh, retiring. Like he could stay in that spot and you know run it back. I think the Rams are actually gonna resign a lot more players than we think, because if you think back to last season, uh, Leonard Floyd was free agent. Nobody thought they could resign him, and they resigned him for like 16, 17 million a year. So there's a lot of ways to get around the salary cap. So I think Corbett and Williams will be two of the guys that they try and get back just because they're uh, kind of pieces that you need to win and a big part of the team. So I think Corbett's definitely going to get back, and then Williams would be like their kind of second target to resign. Yeah, and like you mentioned, contract reconstructors we've seen already. You know, with the Packers, Kenny Clark was a big one that, that freed up over $10 million in the cap room. So just the, how you're able to get around in the NFL is so, so so strategic and something we don't see in a lot of other sports. Like, 
basketball and baseball. You really don't see a lot of these contract reconstructures as a strategic move. So OBJ is the next guy here talking. We saw in the Super Bowl that dreaded injury, but he's a free agent. I think he comes back. I don't know how much, what kind of numbers we're looking financially. I can I can give some some numbers here, though. But likelihood of OBJ returning as a Ram. Zach, what do you think? I think it depends a lot on what kind of contract he wants. Because obviously he tore his ACL. Um, Robert Woods, he tore his ACL or Achilles. See, he tore one of those two. I don't remember which one it was. But he's going to be coming back next year. And obviously that's the Rams' second receiver behind Cup. And they have Van Jefferson. So I think it entirely depends on how much OBJ wants. I don't think they're going to be able to pay some pay as much as some other teams are going to be willing to and able to. So I think it depends if he's willing to take pay cut or not to go back to L.A. Yeah. Um, Jared, go ahead. I think he's going to take a pay cut if he does come back. Because, like, he was at the Browns for years and, and the Giants. I mean, his whole career with those two organizations. And it's like, he comes to LA for one year and like they win it all. I think even if he's hurt, like I think he'd take a, a pay cut and then uh, they'd sign him back for whatever. Um, but yeah, I heard he might, he might be out for over half the year, if not the whole year next year. But uh, even with that, like he, I think he's a key weapon, him and Von Miller, I see as like two key weapons for them to have to resign, resign back over the off season. Yeah. Um, OBJ. It, it's interesting because he's going to want stability. You look at it. So um, I don't know. He, I don't think he'll take a one-year deal. I'm I'm thinking three or four years because with the with the whole ACL tear, and he's going to want guaranteed money, of course, added with that because just you, you don't know how he's going to come back. And, and he he's confident in himself. What we saw, he says he's going to be back better than ever. So that's something to look out for. But always coming back from these ACL injuries. It's, it's interesting. Like Michael Gallup is another guy from the Cowboys. Uh, you don't know how he's going to come back, but he's supposed to be ready pretty early. They said, so that's something we'll look out for when we preview the Cowboys, but is there any other free agents uh, you guys want to touch on? Not really. No. Okay. Uh, we'll talk then. So Andrew Withward, the possibility of retirement. Uh, we think that's likely, right? That's yeah, very likely. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. Oh, Zach, you want to talk a little bit about this thing you wrote here called Johnny Hecker? You think he's going to get cut? I mean, I was just doing my research, you know, before the podcast, getting all prepared. And uh, the website I was looking at said that he's a potential cut candidate. I mean, they saved $2 million in cap space. They have a dead cap hit of $1 million if they cut him. And, I mean, I guess I don't watch a whole lot of Rams games, but statistically this was his worst year. And he's been there for about 10 years. Forever. Now, so, yeah. Yeah. He's been there since he got drafted. So he's a cut candidate that possibility. But obviously probably not the guy the Rams would uh, like to cut the most, but. Imagine the backlash Sometimes if they cut this guy. Literally. That's what I'm thinking of. But yeah. I guess financially, you're right. It could be because, you know, punters are important. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're replaced. Like, there's a lot of guys who can kick the ball. And, I mean, there's some guys do it great, like do it best. 
Like I'm looking, you know, of course the stats, like average punt yardage and, and such. Like there's certainly talented punters, but I don't know if it's statistically his worst year. Theoretically, you know, it could be going downhill from here. It's been 32 already. So just something to look out for. I, I think you're right. It, it's certainly in the realm of possibilities if you put it like that. But again, the fan base would not like that whatsoever. But And of course, we mentioned the contract restructuring as possibilities, but talking needs for the Los Angeles Rams. Is there, what do you guys think stands out right away? For me, it's, you know, if Whitworth retires, it's got to be, right, a tackle. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's, is he like 40? I think he's like, he's up there. So 41, I I think. 41. So yeah, he's, he's definitely, I mean, 99% sure he's going to retire. So they're going to have to fill that need and uh, not saying they need to get someone of his talent, but like they could draft someone, um, a young player, bring someone in, get some experience and just replace him. I mean, they don't need to get the next all-star. I mean, he can just, they can just be in a solid, solid lineman that can replace him. Yeah. Zach, what do you think? Um, Yeah, I'd say that or, I guess just kind of replacing the players that they lose. If they don't sign Williams, they're going to need a corner. They don't sign uh, OBJ. They might need a fourth receiver if they don't like Q2 Atwell. Um, Obviously, Whitworth retires. They're going to need somebody to step in, whether that's somebody from on their roster. They draft someone free agency. I see there's a lot of different options there. Then maybe a linebacker or something like that. But I think they have a pretty – their team is um, kind of set up pretty well for next year. Exactly. Yeah. A team that just wins the Super Bowl. I mean, you don't really need to do anything outside of trying to get those free agents back and just like replacing the ones that you can't get back, like you said. So, I mean, if they can just do those few things, they're going to be set for next year. Yeah. And they have some young guys up and coming. Like, look what Ernest Jones did in the Super Bowl, even. Uh, that's a solid linebacker right there. And then just to, it, re-signing Miller only helps that linebacker core. So I'm, I know it's a need right now, but I think they'll be able to take care of that come, you know, come this off season. I think everything will be settled with that. So I think it just looks at, look at the offensive line and then just corner, you know, if you're not able to get, is it Williams back? I think that'd be a problem for the Rams. So, I mean, do you guys want to talk about their, their, what it's looking like for next year then? Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about predictions for next year? Like yep, um, Exactly. That's what we're going to yeah. be doing. So, I mean, I said this earlier in a different um, episode, but I think that the Rams, um, if they get these key players back, I mean, Von Miller, OBJ, you know, if they get them back, I can still see this team going back to the Super Bowl. Um, they have the talent, obviously. Stafford proved in his first year. They got the quarterback. Maybe running back is might, might be a, a – you know, a soft spot in their, in their lineup, but like they got the weapons even without Robert Woods. Um, and I guess OBJ for some of the season, but like, yeah, if they can get all these players back. Um, I can see them making a big run again next year and possibly repeating. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a little game here. This is fun. We did this with Nacho Flacco. So I'm going to read opponents on the schedule. You guys are going to spit out a record. You ready? Here we go. Starting at Arizona, at Kansas City, at Los Angeles for the Chargers. And then they host Arizona, host San Francisco, host Seattle, host Atlanta, 
host Carolina, host Denver. This isn't any particular. This is just a random order. Host Vegas. They're at New Orleans, Orleans, at San Francisco, at Tampa Bay, at Seattle, at Green Bay, host Buffalo, and host Dallas. That's a tough schedule right there. That's what the 2022 Rams schedule looks like. Uh, what do you guys think with some of those names I read? 17-game season. Just throw a record out there. 10 and 7. 10 and 7. Oh, I was thinking more 12 and 5. 10 and 7 and 12 and 5. I'm writing these down, so keep that <laughs> in mind for this off-season preview. We're going we're gonna to have some fun here. I think they'll drop a game against like I mean if Rodgers is back you don't know with like the Packers but like it could be a, that could be a loss they said they play Kansas City that could be a loss I mean there's some in there that I are questionable the, still but. yeah the Kansas City Chargers Buffalo I'd say that's three losses I wouldn't give them games. seven I wouldn't give them seven losses though they got to go back to but Lambo that, again they're, they're losing at least one against 49ers so that's four that's a possibility yeah <laughs> Probably no, going to lose given. one to the Cardinals. <laughs> Probably going to lose one to the Cardinals. That's already five. And then you got Dallas. Seattle usually plays pretty tough. So I mean, yeah, it could happen, definitely. Yeah. But also, the NFC is going to be pretty bad next year. So yeah, you're NFC sticking with that, Zach, and you're, you're and you're right with how it's looked. I mean, futures looking. How things might turn out, of course, Brady leaving already is a big thing. But draft, here it is. So we have then we'll talk draft picks a little bit. Rams for the 22, 2022 draft picks. It's they own one second round pick. They own two third run third round ones. And then they have one fifth round. So that's not much they're working with right now because their first round went to the Lions in the Stafford trade. And then the fourth round went to the Texans in the Brandon Cooks deal. So not many draft picks. And maybe if usually, right, a way to build an offensive line, draft offensive linemen. So my thing is I would not be surprised to see them use two or maybe even three of these picks on offensive linemen. That might be a stretch, but I think this might be the year to do it. Even we could see maybe in the second, third round, See Luke Gedeke end up, you know, in one of those spots. Look at how he's only performed hope. so far. But Zach, what do you think with the draft? How they might approach this? Um, I think they're definitely gonna take like a secondary. Um, obviously the Rams have been very good at drafting. That's kind of how they've got to this point. But I think they're gonna take some secondary, probably take offensive linemen in the second or third round. And uh yeah, I just fill their positions in need. Yeah, looking at how they drafted last year, uh, they went with Tutu Atwell out of Louisville in the second round last year, and then Ernest Jones in the third, and then Bobby Brown the third in the fourth, uh, Robert Rochelle in the fourth round as well, and Jacob Harris. So they took three defensive guys and then two wide receivers last year. So we could maybe see something different with that, like Matt Zach mentioned. Secondary pick is probably likely as well in that, but can't wait. NFL draft time is coming up soon. Combine is coming up. I don't know what your thoughts are on the NFL combine. At Lucas Oil Stadium, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, Jared. It's at Lucas Oil Stadium. That's yes, we get it. Indianapolis hosts a lot of events, but 
come on. It's because they don't host the playoff events, so okay, I don't okay. have to yes. worry about that. Okay. I mean, they don't have to worry about Pacers? No. Colts? Of course not. They had to be well, Jacksonville first. That's but, enough. Yeah, that's okay. I got Michael <laughs> Pittman in my dynasty league, so yeah. I, I, I got some rooting for with I'll give you a but, third rounder for him. Yeah, yeah. No, but um just before we wrap up here, we gotta go through a few things. Um talking well, we just brought fantasy football a little bit, so we gotta talk about yeah, we're gonna do a fantasy football league. Another one again for the podcast. So I, I know it's a while away, but we're gonna we're doing it on sleeper. So I gotta mention that. Join our sleeper squad if you have not, because we'll send it out to the people in our sleeper squad first. So people get first dibs if you're in the sleeper squad. Just yet another reason. Download sleeper and join our squad. And is also it gonna be a free league or is it gonna be paid to enter? Ooh, Zach's asking the good questions. We're gonna we're gonna probably have options with that, so it's gonna be either a five dollar one or a free one. Hundred dollar entry fee? No, not a hundred dollar entry fee. Probably five. Winner bucks. takes all. Something simple. March Madness is coming up. That's gonna be fun. You bet the podcast is doing a podcast March Madness. That's gonna be a lot of fun. I know Jared's interested in that. There will be money involved in that one. Kind of a journey to a million spin there with a five dollar entry fee as well for that. But uh, we're looking forward to that stuff and then going now into scheduling monday jordan lorenz and myself episode 51 of jordan drew the sports crew tuesday ewc breakdown robert shivick and myself will be going through the boys bracket we'll talk about all the good games coming up we'll talk how girls regionals went as well and that'll be a fun episode but yeah anything else you guys have to add not really no nope so Perfect. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Jordan Drew, the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.